We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels Car of the Year. The time is finally here. Both the Origin teams, Queensland, New South Wales, have been named. And now it's the countdown to the first state of origin, Wednesday week in Sydney. Uh, This is Scotty Sattler and Gary Belcher for Sports Day. And it's uh, it's a big show today. Of course, we'll go through the origin selections for both both teams. Any shocks from both those sides? A few from New South Wales that are missing that has uh, angered a lot of New South Wales fans. We'll catch up with Chris Nelson and also talking on New South Wales one of their former greats and assistant coach too, Brad Fittler. Greg Alexander is going to join us, Badge. And, yeah, g'day, Sats. G'day, listeners. Uh, great to be with you this week. M- massive week. Of course, next week it gets even hotter when we're heading into the game. But, um, yeah, I want to find out, Brian, I've seen different reports. Now, we've got the official team, mm. but we had the unofficial team, and there's a couple of differences. I want to know what's going on there. Is it the old uh, throw out a couple of furfies just to make sure that people don't really know the side? But, um, yeah, some some – Probably some shocks in both sides, um, especially with Josh Adokar missing out for the Blues. and uh, And the other big one, I think a lot of people had definitely thought it'd be um, if Harry Grant didn't play and he has been picked at 14 because of illness and injury, then it would be uh, Reid Marnie at number nine, but mm. it's Benny Hunt. And I've, I've kind of pushed that line all week. I think he's been magnificent there. And Reid Marnie didn't have a great game. Mm. For the Eels yesterday, in a good side, he was he was good, but not probably not good enough to push his case. I've got to so, say, it's a very yeah. dangerous Queensland backline badge. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, we're going to isn't go through it? that very soon, and all uh, the other things that happened over the weekend with the NRL update, and also we'll touch on the Kia Top Seven from the the big uh, moments over the weekend of sport. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats, thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side by side brand, twenty one years. In a row, and you get involved in the show at any stage at Sports Day QLD on Twitter. This is Sports Day, all electric here, EV6, wheels, car of the year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the all electric Kia EV6, wheels, car of the year. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day and State of Origin sides, both named for a core stadium, 8 10 pm kickoff, 8th of June. and Really quickly, before we dissect both those sides, let's go through the sides. Queensland, fullback Carlin Ponga, Selwyn Cobbo, Xavier Coates on the wings, Valentine Holmes, Dane Gagai on the centres, Cameron Munster, Daly Cherry Evans. And in the forward pack, Tino Fasul Malawi, Ben Hunt at hooker, number nine. Many thought it was going to be Harry Grant badge. Josh Papali'i, Kurt Catewell, Felice Kafusi, Ruben Cotter Ooh, to wear jersey number 13. And on the bench, Harry Grant, Lindsay Collins, Patrick Carrigan, Jeremiah Nanai, that's uh, also a another solid, That's a good bench, it is. hasn't it, really? Absolutely, um, absolutely. So first and foremost, Badge, I'll, I'll throw to you around channel. Well, there's six Cowboys in the squad, three in the original 17, and then Ben Hunt, an interesting starter at Channel, uh, that's channel 9, at, uh, at number Jersey nine. number 9. Now, at first I thought, hang on a sec, you know, Harry Grant's probably the best hooker in the game, but then I think back to 2020 when Hunt started at hooker, Harry Grant would come off the bench. Absolutely. And Queensland won the unwinnable, 
Origin series. He adds a lot, Harry Grant, and and I can see it that way. And the other thing is they've they've got now Harry Grant had a, a few weeks ago had a game in the halves didn't work for him at Melbourne, mm. but they've got that covered. If someone goes down in the halves or in the outside backs, Benny Hunt can slot in there, or you know you lose a centre slot. Push Cam Munster out one and or, put Benny Hunt into well, the... Or Kate Well into yeah, the Yeah, or Kate Well yeah. as well. Mm. So they've kind of got all that covered. But yeah, you're right. Harry Grant off the bench. And, and look, he's got some injuries and uh, and he's been a bit crook. So uh, I think it's a really good choice. I, I um, The only other player, pe- two players probably people would maybe be surprised about is Selwyn Cobbo, but hasn't he been outstanding? I, don't, I couldn't see how you could leave him out. Yeah, I think it yeah. got to that stage. Yep. A month ago, I was thinking, oh, will they blood him? Will they... You know, will they keep? Will they give uh, Felt a go until he got injured, or well, maybe they'll bring back Corey Oates? But Cobbo's been just outstanding, and Reuben Cotter, Billy Slater, has waxed lyrical. He said he'd been watching him all year, and he's been super impressed with him. Um, again, the mind games start. Even though Cotter's been named at thirteen, there are many that are led to believe that Pat Carrigan will start the game and Cotter come off the bench. Either or. Reuben I, I Co- wonder which which player would be more suited to coming off the bench. Mm. Carrigan's been outstanding. Best year he's had. Yeah. Very early on in his career. Now, if we just quickly go over the New South Wales side, James Tedesco, Brian Toto, and Daniel Tupo back Ooh, into the origin mix. Oh, the Fox is gone. Yeah, Katoni Staggs, Jack White in the centres, Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary, the Ford Pack, very good one. Payne Haas, Damien Cook, Junior Paulo, Cameron Murray back from injury, Tarek Sims out of loyalty, Isaiah Yo in jersey number 13 on the bench, Stephen Crichton, which is an interesting one with Nico yeah. Hines in jersey 18, Liam Martin, Regan Campbell, Gillard, Ryan Madison comes into the squad as well. Probably the probably the ones uh, that are the most are the biggest talking points are Jack Whiten in the centres ahead of Stephen Crichton, Stephen Crichton number fourteen ahead of Nico Hines. Yeah, and and will that will that play out or will Crichton start and Jack Whiten come off the bench? A bloke that can play anywhere from the back row, mm. Jack Whiten back to fullback. Um, Stephen Crichton, you know, fullback and centres and wing, he's got th- those covered, but. Is he a bench? Is he a fourteen? Is he is can he is he the guy that can slot into dummy half if needed? No, they'd have to do a bit of um, you know, shuffling around, shuffling the the uh, the deck chairs there. But still, what a what an outstanding team the uh, the the Blues are, and they've um, yeah, they're the reigning champs. And so Jacob side Feedy picked uh, in front of his brother Daniel, who's injured, and Daniel played obviously the last couple of series. Mm. Apparently, they had the jersey the made up with Saifidi already on it. So oh, they just had to go with put him. Jake, no, it's. Great work by Jacob Saifidi. Hey, just flip back to Queensland again. Joy Arrow in the extended bench. Yeah. Surprised he wasn't in the 17? Yeah, I thought he, he might have found himself a spot. Um, but, you know, not surprised because Billy has just said he's picking it purely on form and players yeah. that he think can get the job done. So mm. uh, along with Jerem, uh, sorry, um, Tabuai Fado, Murray Taolungi. So there's a couple of blokes that are going to come into the system. Tabuai Fado was there last year and played in the centres yep. in one game. Murray Taolungi, uh, really, really good player. And his next cab off the rank uh, for a spot on the wing. Tommy Dearden. That's another great one there for the uh, for the Cowboys, isn't it? Yep. So those three Cowboys on the bench there. Um, Tom Dearden's been great this year. And I can I put a lot of it down to uh, that guidance that he's getting in the halves there at uh, – at the uh, at the Cowboys, mm. he's just going. He's going great guns. I've got to say, Badge, when you look at the Queensland side and their individual form at the moment with their NRL clubs, Kalen Pong has been. I think he's been very good for the Knights this year. He's tried really hard. Selwyn Cobo outstanding. Val Holmes has has been amazing in the centre, hasn't he? That's his spot. Yep. Xavier Coates always good. Cam Munster's been, I think, one of the form players of the comp. And you got Tino, who's been the best for the, the Gold Coast Titans. Benny Hunt has been outstanding for the Dragons. Papa Lee. He, has just always been 
um, amazing for his club and was yeah, a he was good, good a, in a beaten side again yesterday. Oh, he and, and Joe Tappan are yeah. up front. Ruben Cotter's in form. Uh, Harry Grant always in form. So it's an informed Queensland side, which is good to see. It is, oh, I don't think anyone in both of those sides has been picked on reputation. You said maybe Tarek Sims, but still he, he puts in. Yeah, and, and they have said he, he was one of their best players last year and he's yeah. held his place after starting the year in second grade at the Dragons. So. Mm. And now I've got to say, Sats, um, uh, not running scared's not the word, but uh, has Billy Slater and co got the Blues worried? That that massive decision to to from a winning side to cut uh, Josh Adokar to bring in Daniel Tupo, we believe, because of his great height mm. to defend those those kicks that – well, outside that of that, Daniel Tupo has been good this year. But, oh, he has been good. But it is, it's, it's, a, it's a strategic move. And on the back of – hasn't been great form well, for the Bulldogs. Let, let me say that. Is, is, is that what cost at Josh Adokar? If yep. he was still at the Storm, he'd be there. I think absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's an inter- interesting one with Jake Trebojevic missing out as well. Like As you know, Badge better than most. Origin is built on the back of really good, tough defence. Yep. And he's probably the best in the competition at getting into the arm wrestle defensively. So it's a, it's an interesting one. You know what I do love before we go to the break? I love that Billy Slater came out on Sunday in the Sunday Mail and he said, there's one word we don't use in this camp, it's underdog. I'm sick of everyone saying that Queensland are an underdog because every time I took the field, I never thought I was I was lesser than any other man. Yeah. And so we won't be going to this game thinking we're the underdogs. We're going to this game thinking that we are the best team out of these two teams. That's the way we should think. Yep, absolutely. I like it. Yeah, yeah, especially going into game one. Yep. So what is that, nine sleeps? About nine sleeps. Depends how much you sleep in the days leading yeah. up to it. Four For, and a half if you're a debutante. Origin one, yeah. <laughs> Insomniacs, it's on. Oh, oh playing at the game yeah. in your head. Uh, this is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Up next, we're going to do the Kia Top 7. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. Now on Sports Day, time for the Kia Top 7. The biggest moments from the weekend in sport. For the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. Yeah, well, it didn't all happen in uh, in the NRL, Sats. That's what we've been talking about because there was a massive game of uh, football overseas. In fact, there was big dramas about getting this game underway. It was mm. in France, I think it was held. Uh, the Champions League final and Real Madrid came good over Liverpool, 1-0. Carvajal finds Casimiro. That's a Valverde. Quite an effective passage of play, that, from Real Madrid. Valverde then drives it in! And they go ahead! And my son is miserable. Oh, he would be. He is miserable. So they, they won two trophies this year, Liverpool, yes. out of a possible four. Yep. Well, yep. Good season. Lost the two main ones, EPL and Champions League. Mm. Yeah, number six in the key top seven, uh, Daniel Tupo makes his way into the New South Wales side again on the back of some some great form and a big win over the Sharkies on the weekend. He got a couple. Short side. Hutchison goes for it all. Oh, what a pass and what a majestic pickup from Daniel Tupo. Kiri, there he hits Tedesco. Oh my goodness, that's effortless. That's just a thing of beauty. So, so simple. Tupo has a double. Yeah, it's, uh, they've been keeping an eye on him and he's uh, he's lived up to it. Good on him. Got himself back in the Blues side. Number five in the Kia Top 7, uh, the Knights. It wasn't pretty, mm. but they uh, they got the win and there was a, a late double to uh, Inari Tuala that did it. 
Now they go left-hand side. Shot ball! Easy! Anari Tuala. So he gets the try running, running all the way. Got there. Anari Tuala that's gone through and got his second. Mm, it wasn't pretty at all that game against the Warriors. He's only scored, I think that's five tries now. That's a guy who scores plenty. They just haven't really been yeah. challenging enough. Yeah. He's pretty good. Callum Ponger up against uh, Reese Walsh, number four mm. in the Kia top seven. Good game on Friday night. Titans got out to a 24-4 lead. And then the Broncos, six straight wins. Great second half. And fill-in halfback Ezra Mann was one of Brisbane's best. Two tackles left in this set. Martin, Mann, Herbie Farnworth. Great ball. Ezra Mann gets his first NRL try. Good player, Badge. You might be posing the question soon. What's going to happen with uh, he and Tyson Gamble when Adam Reynolds comes Do you back? know, Tyson Gamble has a lot of critics just by the way that he... I suppose, Annoys carries everyone. himself on the field. But I've got to say, when he's in the side, even last year, yeah. they are a lot more competitive. Yeah, they are. Mm. Oh, yeah, he has a go. No yeah. doubt at all. Number three, uh, it was a close tussle in Canberra. Uh, but, of course, the Eels got the job done late yesterday afternoon, and their best was Dylan Brown. Anyway, in oh, a space lane. Through. There's straight through. No one in front of him. Support coming from Brown. He passed too early. Savage is able to slow him down, but Brown steps away from oh. Starling and Parramatta score. Breakout season, Dylan Good Brown. Play. Good season. He's only 21 still. Yeah, going well. Going Number two in the key top seven. Well, there's like a thief in the night. The Storm were back to their best on Thursday night up against Manly, and it was Cam Munster doing what he does best. It's Tua Palotu against Xavier Coates. Oh, oh, my goodness. It's a show. Cameron Munster's stolen it, and he's delivered another try. Oh, my Thief God. in the night. Yeah. He does that a fair bit, the doesn't he? One on one. Unbelievable yeah. he is. Now, how appropriate was this? In 115 years of top-level footy, the South Sydney Rabbitohs' highest try scorer now is, uh, is Alex Johnston, and he did it with a hat-trick in Indigenous round. Sydney. They go short side. Walker. Flat ball. Graham gave it to Johnston. Alex Johnston goes into the record books. The all-time leading try scorer for the Rabbitohs. Couldn't be any other way, could it? Indigenous no. round, breaking Perfect Benny Waring's try scoring record. Yeah, 150-something now he's got. Um I think he's about 16th on the list. There's still a lot ahead of him, but the way he's going. Was he 26, 27? I mean, if he tracks the way that he's tracking, where he scores a minimum of about, what, 18, 20? Well, maybe 15, even 15. Yeah. yeah. He might push Kenny Irvine's at, was it, 212? Yes. Many thought they would never be caught. Oh. That's a key top seven from the weekend. Could have made another seven, actually. Uh, this is sports day for the all-electric Kia EV6. This is Badge and Sats, and the EV6 is the wheels car of the year. Coming up next, New South Wales assistant coach Greg Brandy-Alexander. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. Alexander. Alexander showing the free of acceleration. Yeah, he is and was a champion, Greg Alexander, as we've been discussing uh, throughout the show. It's been an exciting day in origin. Both teams have been announced officially. And on the line, we've got that very man, the assistant coach to Freddie Fittler, Greg Alexander. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Brandy. Hi, boys. 
Now, um, of course, both teams announced and you know where everyone's heading at the moment. Uh, most importantly, any bonding sessions in the first couple of days? Uh, the boys had a couple of beers last night when they got into camp sets. Um, and, you know, then it was today was a bit of media and pretty slow day, pretty quiet day, bit of recovery for the, for the fellas that played, uh, particularly those that played yesterday, Parramatta boys in Canberra, Jackie Whiten, um, but uh, yeah, not nothing, no training. Um, we've got a, our blue ball on tonight, so we'll get into it tomorrow. Now, when it comes to making those tough phone calls, and most of the discussions today, Brandy, are about Josh Adokar and, of course, Jake Trebojevic. How mm. tough are those phone calls from Freddie to Josh Adokar and Jake? And has, did he have to make those phone calls over the weekend? Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spoke to the boys, um, and he spoke to them after they played. But um, yeah, very tough because very tough decision too to, to leave both those players out. But um, you know, in Fox's case, uh, Daniel Tupo's been playing good. I know Fox has you know been there for, for the last four series, a uh, little bit out of form. Foxy, um, Daniel Tupo might provide something to that. You know. We might, you know, we need, we, we need, we need, we can't have a, you know, a backline of short players against the kicking raids of of Queensland with the tall wingers and uh, Toops is a very good carry out of, out of uh, his own end and he was there with us in 2020, been in great form for the Roosters and, um, you know, we've put our faith in Toops for this one. Yeah, he's actually had an outstanding, or he did have an has, outstanding yeah. series back in 2020, a big game player too. Uh, on the reverse side of it, what about the newcomers, Tony, Tony Staggs and um, Liam, oh no, not Liam Martin, uh, who's coming in, yeah, Crichton and Nico Hines. Um, what, what do you do with those guys? Is there something special at that, that ball tonight, Brandy? Uh, Badgie, look, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll be a fuss mate over the boys that are playing their first game for sure. Um uh, and at pretty exciting times for them, you know, with uh, with Tom Trebojevic and Latrell in, uh, Mitchell injured, and um, wasn't an easy decision, to, you know, to with the centres. There was a number of good centres playing New South Wales boys playing in the NRL. So, but we ended up, you know, going with Katoni, who's been good for for Brisbane over the last six weeks, and yeah. and Jackie Whiten, who's uh, who's done the job, and and Stephen can cover you know, fullback, wing, or centre. Mm. We've actually had conflicting reports, but I know that the, the media doesn't always get it right, that it was going to be Stephen Crichton in the starting side, not not Jack Whiten and um, yeah, Ryan, uh, Ryan Madison. Oh, Nico Hines, we thought was going to be uh, your 14, but that uh, that's changed and Tyson Frizzell is in. So that, was that always the case or has there been some late changes? Uh, no, that was, you know, well, have you, have you boys got the side that was named today? Yeah, we've yeah, got the side like, name yep, today. Yep. Yeah, no, but I'm looking at yeah, I was yeah. looking at what was in the paper this morning, and obviously there was a bit of a yeah, it was a bit of a they threw some darts at it. I think they had the squad, but they had a few players out of position. <laughs> Maybe Freddie told them a couple of furfies over the yeah. over the course of the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know there was there was plenty of options as to who was going to fill that bench spot. Um, a lot of debate about you know what the bench should be over the last couple of weeks and. Um, you know, Nico was certainly in the frame and uh, the other players that you've mentioned uh, were too, but uh, we've gone this way with with Stephen Crichton to, to fill those spots if, if in fact needed. 
Hey, Brandy, uh, in most recent weeks when yourself and Danny Badiris and Josh Hannay and – sorry, uh, Danny Badiris and, and also um, Freddie sit down and, and discuss some of the contentious um, positions, which position was most discussed over you know, the, the recent five or six weeks? Oh, that's – yeah. Look, you, and because you're uh, – because you never know who's going to make it until you know until the last game is played. You know, yesterday there was three three Parramatta players: Madison, Kimmel Gillard, Paulo, and uh, Jack White. And there was four players in action. You you sort of you've got a list of players of you know thirty plus players. Um, naturally, the the centre spots were were debated a lot after Tom was injured uh, last weekend when he was playing against Parramatta. So that was that, that took up a fair bit of recent discussion, but um, uh, you know even the you know the, the the form of the back rowers and the you know multiple back rowers who have been in form or out of form over the last twelve weeks. It, it's not it's really a it's really a discussion that lasts the whole season, mm. um, and we do it weekly. And weekly we will name players that you know have been the best for New South Wales, and we'll name a team. We'll name a team of the week, and that will constantly change as you go through. And we'll have a, a list of players that are that are in line. You know, it can be a depth chart with you know three fullbacks and seven wingers and twelve centres. And of course, you know the ones that have done the job before. But you can't make a blanket rule for anyone. You can't say, well, you know, we'll we'll trust what he's done in the past over someone that's in good form. So all those sort of things that you're weighing up constantly throughout that selection process, which begins in round one, um, you know, you can't make a rule for anyone and say, well, we've got to trust him and let's pick him. Um, you've got to weigh that up against form and you've got to weigh that up against what what you think Queensland will pick or what the opposition will be. So it's just something that continually evolves um, until you get to the last day and you work out who's fit, who's who's available, um, and go from there. But you know, there's there's plenty. Yeah, I, I think the centres, because you know Tom and Latrell were injured, they you know, and they were the incumbents. They were great for us last year. Uh, I suppose the centres position, even mm-hmm. though there was a number of players that were up for up for selection, that probably took up a fair amount of the debate. You know, with the players like. Cleary and, and Luai, who the combination that worked, and they ended up getting through this weekend, so they were available. Um, Cam Murray's, you know, was out and then remarkably came back over on the weekend uh, to play against the Tigers. So, you know, Cam Murray went from not being available to available, you know, and so that just automatically filled a, a back row spot. So you pushed whoever was out in that position and he either gets a start on the bench or he. He moves out of the team, but it's a it's a process that just it, it goes all year. You mentioned the Queensland side um, being selected, and have a look at their side also. How much research, Brandy, in an Origin series goes into worrying about what Queensland are going to throw at you, or will you focus more about what your side can primarily do? I think it's it's like club footy sets. You you know you've got your assistant coaches who dissect the opposition um, and pick out the key things and you know things that you think are their strengths, uh, not their strengths, and then you know the game plan is devised around that. But 
again, you know, and you listen to every every club team that says, well, we're going to concentrate on what we're doing. That, that takes up most of the focus, what you're going to do. Um, but naturally there is, um, you know, areas that you, you look at on the opposition and you see where you might be able to take advantage of. Them. So in, in the end, it, it doesn't differ that greatly to, to club football. I, I guess the, you know, the focus is just a, you know, it's a lot more. Mm. You might, you know, a great reward for the Panthers, isn't it, for for winning the Premiership seven and being players, yeah. playing magnificent footy this year. Seven players, plus Happy Coruscant on the extended reserves bench. That's half their side, really. Um, you must be particularly proud about that on a you know personal level, Brandy. Uh, I, I am badge. I am, but it's it's um it, it's a, like you know you certainly switch switch caps. Altogether, when you're, you know, talking about Blues and New mm. South Wales, and um, you tend not to, when the players come in here, they, you know, in the background, yes, it's it's great for Penrith to have so many players playing state of origin footy, but you, uh, it's and it's good that the combinations, and particularly those that handle the ball, with Nathan and um, Jerome and, and Isaiah, you know, a very important part of that spine. Um, but you know what it's like, Badge. You know, you get in state of origin sets and, you know, you, club footy is just pushed aside and you just become a New South Wales player or you become a Queensland player. Yeah. Um, you know, and you forget about club loyalties and who the players play for and get on with it. Yeah. But what a massive advantage too, that those combinations are. That yeah, yeah. They've got, which there's, is, there's no which doubt is that's, you know, that, yeah. that was a, you know, that's, well, that was a part of last year's uh, series and, no reason to change it this year. Yeah. Hey, can you explain to us, uh, and I kind of know, but for the listeners, um, bringing young Joseph Sawali into the extended bench, um, uh, I believe he's not even going to be available to train because of a head knock, but uh, just just really to get the experience, the, the origin experience, is that it? Yeah, yeah. You know, he's... Um, I, I, yeah, I think if you said to Joseph, mate, you're, you're in, um, there would be no problem with it. Uh, he's a very confident young man, and you've only had to watch how he plays. I, I just think it's it's one of those situations where, um, you know, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Um, and Joseph's been fantastic uh, for the for the Roosters, and he just looks like he's going to be a great player, yeah. um, and has already showed signs of that. So, uh, yeah, that's right. Badge copped a, he copped a knock. He got he got. Uh, we got to HIA against the Sharks on the weekend and, and can't do anything with the team uh, on the training paddock, but uh, it's good to have him in camp. Now, it was a distraction for Payne Haas, especially last week, Brandy, when that news broke on Wednesday about the email from his manager to the Broncos. Will, will Freddie and yourselves have to try and realign him leading into this week, just emotionally? Uh, no, look, Freddie spoke to him uh, last week when it all happened, and he was he was confident that Payne's head was in the right spot. What happened to Payne on Friday night at Suncorp Stadium, um, you know, was was pretty brutal being booed by your own fans. Mm. Um, you know, that's that's not something. He's he's a pretty strong character. But no, I, I said last week, Sats, you know, when it when it all broke, and I certainly wasn't a fan of the statement that the management put out. Um, that knowing Payne, knowing just um, what sort of young man he is and, and just how tough he is mentally that 
you know, he, he'll just be able to focus on what he needs to do for the Broncos. And that was that was the case. You mm-hmm. know, I thought Payne yeah. just got on with the job and, and I, I wasn't surprised that he was able to do that. And, you know, he gets away from that now and um, gets to clear his head and just focus on what he needs to do next Wednesday night. And he's got a fair bit of time to do that. So Fre- Freddie's spoken to him a couple of times before he got into camp and, Freddie was always confident that in pain himself, uh, that pain was in a good spot mentally and, you know, that it wouldn't be a distraction when he got into camp. Now, away from origin, how do those skinny little pins of yours go walking with Roy Simmons last week? Mate, I've been doing squats. My legs are actually bigger now than they were when I played. So yeah. don't, don't, don't mess with the pins. And, and uh, mate, I was walking, I was walking with four front rowers. So I, I, I Mate, it was, I felt really like good. I was just gliding across the, <laughs> up the mountain. Yeah, yeah but more importantly... <laughs> like more I was walking with... Yeah, sorry. I was walking with Sheenzy, and you know how Sheenzy, you know, he can talk. Oh, yeah. He just, you know, he, if, if I... I Sheenzy could have spoke... It took us seven hours to walk it. He could have spoken for the seven hours, but the difficult of the climb up the hill. And, and each step we talk, he, he, he'd take a big deep breath. And I, in the end, I said, look, why don't why don't I talk and you just listen for a while and that'll help you. Then he's you not he's not into that concept. Lunch. That's 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 very new to him after fifty years in the game. But Brandy, well, something yeah. some things are more important than, you know, origin and everything. How how is Roycey? Simo's good. Yeah, he's 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 good. Like he's you know, it's a it was a it was a big blow when he uh, the diagnosis happened and you know he he was as you would, as anyone would had took a bit of time to get his head around uh, you know exactly what was facing him what was facing his family and um yeah it's you know and then simo as simo is just got on with it and thought well you know what can i do to to help out he didn't realize how dire the situation is uh with that disease in in terms of how many people have it mm. um and you know his his decision to to walk from uh, Goolagong, his his hometown, into Penrith, you know, was just you know it was incredible. And I I got Simo on the eighth day when we had to walk back up the mountain from Little Hartley up to Katoomba, and you wouldn't have known. Simo Simo's a true champion. Um, and that that night that I left him, I, I had to get back home. But uh, you know the blokes that turned up for that function at Katoomba RSL were. Molly, Gene, hmm. Gilly, uh, Blocker, Ciro, Sheensy was there. Um, you know, it was wow. testament to who he is and the impact that he's had on, on people right throughout his career, whether it's playing or coaching. And um, yeah, he's a, he's a brave man, Simo. Great man. Fair few stories there in that little crew. And on Friday night, Brandy, I saw him lining up to buy his own beer at Panthers after. After the game, you wouldn't think you have to buy another beer, would you? But anyway, he said no. Yeah. After the game, finally said he'd shout every everyone a beer. He's on he? his third way round. Yeah. yeah, he's on his third. Brandy, exciting yeah. week for yeah, yourself yeah. and the New South Wales side. Uh, thanks for taking time out on Sports Day and um, have a great week. All good, boys. Pleasure. Yeah, he's a good man, Brandy Alexander Badge. Uh, this is Sports Day for the All Electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, wheels car of the year. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year.
Yeah, and the uh, the tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Uh, but of course, gamble responsibly. Call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight and be careful with this bloke's tips. Chris Nelson on the line. How are you, mate? Gee, what a shock on the weekend in the Doomben Cup. I know. Uh, for those people out there, and there would have been a lot of people out there that had uh, Zaki in their multis. Fortunately, for, for some, including yourself, probably Badge, he wasn't yep. a leg of the quaddy. <laughs> no. So, uh, yeah, it was a bit of a shock. And look, Annabelle Neesham said post-race that he's probably come to the end of his campaign. And, uh, well, he certainly has now. So you won't see him again until the spring. Yeah, there were some shock results, weren't there? Will we put that down to the, the weather, the track? What what what? How do you account I, for I those? Just think, um, I just think good competitive. Look, the weather's obviously had some something to do with it, but, I mean, it was really strong competitive racing all through the day. Uh, believe it or not, we got back to a good three surface later in the day, which you wouldn't read about earlier in the week and the weather we've had. But mm. we saw horses, you know, come down the outside like they used to do at Eagle Farm. The track apparently paid... Played very, very well. No one had any complaints with it. You could win from everywhere. We saw Apache Chase for Desley Forster and Jimmy Byrne when yeah. the, the big group won against the fence. So, you know, you, you could win from anywhere. It was a really good day's racing, and it sets up beautifully for the next couple of weeks, uh, which you could also... It, it's a great result for Desley Forster winning her first group one. She's a very, very excitable person, and she loved every minute of it. Mm. Good luck to her. Had a few friends that went, to, um, went on the weekend, Chris, and I've got to say, and I don't know whether you agree with them, in recent memory, probably one of the biggest race days in Eagle Farm. Eagle Farm in, in Brisbane race history. Yeah, oh, definitely mm. three Group Ones. I mean, we don't see that very often. I mean, we see the big day on the Gold Coast uh, each and every year on Magic Millions Day, but they're not uh, official Group races. These are all, all Group Ones, and yeah, to get three on the one day. I know we have that interstate sometimes, but to have our own Super Saturday was fantastic, and leads into uh, you know another couple of really good weeks with more Group Ones to come. So, what's on this week, mate? Well, uh, look, our highlight meeting, of course, is Eagle Farm on Saturday, where we will race on a good track once again, because the weather forecast is fine. A bit cool, but it's fine. Uh, the Oaks, the Group 1 Oaks for the three-year-old fillies, and the Group 2 Morton Cup for the, uh, the sprinters. And then we've got a lot of listed races as well on the card. So a really good day at Eagle Farm. But before we get to there, we race at Townsville tomorrow. Doombin again on Wednesday. We raced at Doombin uh, this afternoon, but we're back there again on Wednesday. Thursday is Ipswich. Friday... Another double header, similar to last week. We'll race at Rockhampton uh, earlier on, and then we'll race at the Sunshine Coast for a twilight meeting. Now, last week's wound up at about 7.30. I'm suggesting there's probably similar time uh, they'll finish this week. So that's uh, exciting on Friday night. Gives us something to watch for a while before the, uh, the footy starts, whatever code you're into. And, of course, Eagle Farm, as I said, Gold Coast Saturday and Toowoomba on Saturday wow. evening, of course. So another big week, guys. Huge week, yeah, the TAB Queensland Racing Carnival. And it features Stradbroke season. It's where champions emerge, as we said. Uh, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Chris Nelson, thanks for joining us, mate. And we'll, uh, we'll get down to the pointy end of your, your golden tips as the week goes on. I look forward to that, guys. See if we can find a couple of winners. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. Wheels car of the year. It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, plenty happened over the weekend. Great chat with Greg Alexander, Chris Nelson. Hope you get some winners this week. We'll check in with him during the week what his, uh, what his tips are throughout the week. Uh, so make sure you listen in to Sports Day. And don't forget Queensland's Premier Rugby League competition, the Host Plus Cup, is back bigger and better than ever. And 20 
22, and uh, Joe Hindley sealed in a historic victory on Sunday when the – actually, I don't even know how to pronounce that. I'll say – I'll do okay, that one go. if you want. Go, you jump in. That's, um, this was this was huge, actually. It was our time this morning, the uh, the first Aussie ever to win the Giro d'Italia. Uh, Jai Hindley is from Perth. Uh, huge. In fact, a couple of years ago, he was super close and he blew it in the last second last stage or something. So uh, he rides for Bora Hansgrohe and very, very excited. On the streets of Verona, right outside the famous Roman amphitheatre, Vedi Vidi Hindley. He wins the Giro d'Italia. It has happened. Well done. Good stuff, Sats. And uh, before you tell us about uh, uh, George Cambosis mm-hmm. Jr., I just want to throw in this. Arguably the greatest jockey of all time, Lester Piggott. Yeah. Uh, you've heard of him? Yes. He's, he's passed away. He was living in Geneva, I think. Aged 86. When, and I knew he was great. And they'd say, you know, he was outstanding. Because he's got – there's statues of – Lester Piggott at nine English race courses. Stop it! And really? they've just put a, they've just put one up in uh, at the Curra in Ireland. He won the he won the uh, Irish Classic at Curra sixteen times. He won the English the Epsom Derby Derby nine times and the uh, Prix de l'Arc de Triomphe three. But then you go over four thousand winners. His first one in a proper race. Yeah. He was twelve. Oh, we have to worry last, about weight. You last know that. one he was fifty nine. Oh. God. You know what they say? They, they reckon he was he was quite tall for a jockey. Yeah. But just a big, you know, built like a built javelin. Like a javelin. <laughs> but amazing, amazing stuff. And I, I even see Shane die and, and the like. Some of the older uh, jockeys around says he, he rode against him many years ago and he said he was the man. Great, great, just an all-time great. So, yeah, just passed away. Oh, uh, wow. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, yeah, you did mention about George Combosis. Uh, this Sunday, of course, in Melbourne at Marvel Stadium, he takes on Devin Haney. He's, he's had a crack at him. Actually. He has. Yeah, he's called him a, what a rat and an informant. Mm. Because when he when he was actually fighting against Tiafimo Lopez, who Cambos has beaten his last fight, he said that um, Devin Haney was actually contacting him, revealing messages about the inner details of. Oh, you said yeah, he split up Lopez. With his girl and, and yeah, and the week of the fight, on. apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It might have affected him. Well. Devin Haney hasn't got his dad or his uncle out here because of you know, felony charges, which were over three decades ago. Yeah. Not allowed to enter the country. It, that'll play a huge part in, in his preparation, especially when you go back to the ring and whether things are going well for you or they're not. Just having that regular voice there to, to guide you like any coach does, it's, it's going to be tough for Devin Haney, but he's a very good fighter and it's a, it's a big fight on Sunday. It's going to be probably, I think, it'll go down as one of the most watched or if not the most watched fight in Australian boxing history, I think. Well, looking yeah. forward to it. Hey, thanks to Greg Alexander for joining us uh, from New South Wales camp and Chris Nelson, like we said earlier on, for joining us to talk about what happened over the weekend. Badge, uh, talk to you tomorrow. Yep. See you then. And this is Sports Day for the all-electric Kia EV6 Wheels Car of the Year. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.